0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast, the podcast for Real Salt Lake fans of every age and level of knowledge and soccer experience. And soccer ability, really, yeah. As well. <laughs> like, you don't even have to kick straight to listen
1: to our podcast.
0: Yeah, we've, we've got a, like yeah, a it whole all... spectrum from no ability, like myself, <laughs> I can <laughs> kick a ball without falling over, and then... All the way up to... Bending it uh,
2: like Beckham. Been <laughs> able to bend it for free will.
0: High school heroes. <laughs> high school heroes. I love it.
2: <laughs> uh, more like junior high hero for me.
0: Oh, yeah? No mm-hmm. talent. Junior high. high and <laughs> over there in the greats over in the... What do you call it? Yeah, the drainage pond. The drainage pond, uh-huh. yeah, yep. for Tyler. So, yeah, we got the whole gamut. The whole this gamut. close, this close to making it real, Absolutely. making it pro. Hey, there wasn't even a league when I came out of high school, so
1: how about that? Yeah, that's true.
0: AYSO heroes, right?
1: There yeah.
0: you go. So, this, I don't know if you guys know this, but the season's over. Spoiler alert. Oh, I uh, you know, think we talked about I mean, the
1: playoffs that. are still going, but Real's season is over. Any thoughts sure.
0: on the playoffs? Have you, have you watched any of it? That's a good question, right? Are you in? Only an RSL fan, or do you watch the playoffs? I'm a domestic
1: league fan. Snob? Not snob, because I like the Premier League. I like the Spanish League. Mm. Not all of it. Not all of the Spanish League. It's hard, The the Premier League is not hard to watch. <laughs> it's very entertaining. No, it is very entertaining. Yeah, it's comforting. It is. But
0: I, I MLS is my league, I think. Do you know who is a, a Premier League snob? Who? My wife. Really? Alicia. Yeah, she's like, oh, I just hate watching the premier league and then going to the mls game it's so hard i'm like who are you where did this come from
2: <laughs>
0: Oh man. But at least she loves soccer so that's awesome mm-hmm. so is this episode so why we, are we, do we doing sh- an episode then welcome to our there. normal
2: conversations hi welcome to our podcast <laughs> what we thought we'd do is our do you guys like watermelon it's great in this season huh
0: anyways <laughs> anyways i missed the tomatoes are gone Uh, So it's a sad, sad day. No more. Yeah, what's the point of this episode? Today we're going to talk about our awards. Real Salt Lake voted. The team voted on their awards. Our, our, it's the Pirates. The Pirate Awards. So they voted uh, Justin Glad as their team MVP, which is. Probably a good vote. The Golden Boot winner they didn't have to vote for that. I guess it was pretty obvious. Sergio Cordova, Cordova, not
2: in the beginning of the year. That's nine sure. goals.
0: Yeah. Nine. He ended with nine. I think Almost he had made double digits. Yeah, I think dangerous. he had eleven total in all competitions. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and then defensive MVP Andrew Brody. They had to give him something. If they didn't give him
2: defensive MVP, they would have given him something else. Like, that dude deserved something.
0: Yeah, and nobody, I don't think anybody saw that coming this year. Probably not, not at the first of the year. And the humanitarian of the year was Demir Krylock, which I don't think is very fair. He had plenty of time to go, you know, to engage in the community because
1: he was injured. But we decided that that was cute, that they decided to give away some awards. And so we decided to give away a whole bunch of awards. And the award is received by a big hug. So if any of these players slash moments in time (laughs) would like to receive their award, please come and find one of the Random Fan Podcasters. Beezler.
3: Beezler.
1: Beasler. Or myself, Tyler Thomas, to... uh, be able to receive that hug, peace. Anytime <laughs>
2: huh? you need it, I can so, just picture it, you're hugging, and then your right hand just slowly starts working your way down. Just no, like,
1: just a just a uh, gentle caress. It's the three taps, and then the slight slide
2: of the
0: hand. That's yeah, all. Just That's a, all. you know,
2: nice, nice, soft. I lower wouldn't back. go beyond that without <laughs> permission.
0: It's a bro hug, bro hug for everybody. but Beasler, right? Beesler gets the he gets the embrace. Yeah, the long lost brother right <laughs> love
2: that guy anyway so <laughs> whisper sweet nothings into his ear <laughs> i voted for you
3: <laughs>
1: so giving away awards can be a little creepy and so we skipped that part where they actually receive the award but again if if anyone out there in listening land decides that they would like to come and receive this award we would be more than happy to give it to them
0: so we want to just uh, go down the list or is there any random one you want to start? Well, I mean, we kind of picked them in random order, so let's let's
1: go ahead and and start with the top. Just work our way through. Make All sure right. we don't miss any
0: funniest moment of the year for you guys.
1: Now it's hard to give away a funniest moment to a person, so that's why that's where the hug comes in. Yeah, that's so we're just giving a hug to a moment in time.
2: Oh, Okay, yeah. I like this.
1: Yeah. So, you, do you want to start? Or you, mine's
2: not a moment. Mine's just a player.
1: He's the funniest moment of the year. Yeah. Your, your player um, is the funniest moment of the year. Yeah. Okay. All so, right. What do you got? Uh,
2: it was Justin Glad when he scored his goal this year and he did his celebration dance. That was probably the most excited I've ever seen for somebody scoring a goal in my life. And ever since then, I've been wanting him to score every <laughs> single game because I want to see him do his old man dance. And then when we talked to uh, Thomas... And he showed us the bobblehead of him. I was like, "Oh man, that's hilarious!" But yeah, that would be my funniest moment of the year. I also thought about this, you know, at like midnight. So these aren't going to be too good.
0: Well, that's where I was going as well. I thought the whole New England in the snow game. Mm. It was the uh, the most fun, or the Mm -hmm. funnest moment of the year. I think it set the tone um, of. What we kind of expected for the rest of the season, uh, just uh, un, un, a fun gritty. I wasn't expecting too much of hit the this, gritty. Hit, uh, from Do you Real Salt Lake. Is? Yeah, it's a little dance.
2: Isn't oh my it? gosh, look at that!
0: Uh, isn't it from uh, gritty? Is the wow uh, Philadelphia Flyers mascot?
2: Wow, I I'm know. hip. I'm there. Wow, geez, wow. somebody Googled. Some, I work wow. up, Somebody's got the talk tick.
0: I work with a bunch of anarchists. Anyway. <laughs> So, th- yeah, I had to agree with you there. I thought that was – I was going that direction. I thought that was – set the tone. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I remember watching that game, and they're, like, down 2-0 or something like that, and then they come back and win 3-2. I was like, what? 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 Yeah.
1: I think that has to be the highlight of the year, which is – I mean
0: – little I think early. It's <laughs>
1: the funniest moment for sure of the year, and that's what we were going for there. Mm-hmm. And it was a little early. It was in March, and it was still snowing in New England. And – you know, it was the whole post game. Like, it was the whole thing. Like, they were interviewing each other because we don't have an on site person anymore, right? Yeah. So they're like passing the headset to each <laughs> other. That was hilarious. And then Schmidt got it, and Brody got it, and Justin got it. it. It was just, it was fun, right? It was really cool and engaging. And then Bruce Arena, after, was like, you can't play in those conditions. That's the Oh yeah, one of their players. I don't, I, mean, I don't do a good Bruce, but yeah, and then uh, felt like I was there. Gil, heel, <laughs> was it Carlos Heel? Yeah. Carlos let Hill. a let a big bomb slip on air. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was on a national broadcast.
2: You, let it, you can't play in this effing oh, yeah uh, conditions.
1: Yeah, that was that was funny. That was. Definitely,
2: I think it's that's another one we
1: should probably re-watch. the only one we'll agree on.
0: Yeah, we should probably rewatch that one. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I was trying to think, after that, is there any other? After that, during the season, the first few months of the season were really fun, yeah. and up until about June, and then yeah.
1: it was fun when Bodie got kicked by. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah Dax yeah, McCarty. Dax
0: McCarty got the red card. That was exciting.
2: Um, I mean, it's not like he. You know, he kicked injury. him so hard he changed his last name. Like yeah. that's how I mean, rough it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you just
1: call him Bodie, because he went from Davis to Hidalgo.
0: But for good, I'm Bodie reason. Hidalgo, you stepped on my <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: so best to me. I'm prepared to die. All right, so moving on to best. That's a
2: guy who needs to get a mustache ASAP. Best, so we,
1: well, if if Beez's mustache goes away, then it yeah. is
2: already away. Him Beez is away or yeah, he went to the he went to the porn goatee. goatee. Did you not see that? Well, I mean,
1: it's uh, part of the stash. Yeah. Right. Still you
2: there. know what? Let's let's put it out there because okay. you know obviously you're obviously trying to hug him, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh. I was trying not to be obvious about it. <laughs> you know what we should do? He's like, if he does not, if he's not on the team again, we should send out a tweet or something to him, be like, "Hey man, can I just get your shavings for your mustache so I can I can make a oh fake boy. mustache?" Wow! You know what I'm saying? Like so that way you can just put it I, on whenever you wow. feel like. I don't
0: know that I'm that desperate, but okay. It puts the mustache on. Moving on. on. <laughs>
1: To the
0: next one! <laughs> Best win of the year! Oh, Best I win love of the it when year! It tickles my lips. <laughs> Best win. Best win. Who
2: you got? Um, I just did uh, Portland just because of how important it was. Last game of the year? Last game, well, yeah. Last game of the year and um, how fast we dominated. I was really impressed. And I like that four four two. 2. So, I was like, wow, this is actually like a team that can do stuff. You know what I mean? Because Portland was still a pretty good team, even though they didn't have Diego Yeah, they were climbing the standings. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. it was impressive to see how
1: aggressive we could be. But there's they, a, they were out a lot of the year, like out below the playoff line. And they barely made it back above it, got a couple of injuries, and then we knocked them out. And Portland had all
0: stuff. of the other stuff going on. Yeah, they had stuff on yeah. the
1: outside. But... What about you, Tyler? So I was going to go with the Minnesota game. Um, I know we played kind of their B team in late August. Oh, It was yeah. a warm night. Took the kids to the game. They they brought teddy bears, and the teddy bear toss onto the field was fantastic. Like, if you missed that moment, go back and watch the teddy bear toss. There, there's YouTube clips on there. Cordova throws that for tire, the dinosaur yeah, on his shoulders. Yeah, put it on his back, and every yeah. day is part of the goal celebration. Like, that was an amazing game. Like, I, I love that from a fan experience standpoint, from the standing standpoint. Yeah, Minnesota took a couple of their guys off the field. But then we dominated them, and that was great. And it was, I love a 3-0 win at home when you're in stadium. It's the best.
0: Mhm. Yeah, that was fun. And that was one of the more fun moments of the year, too. I was trying to think, because the New England game was so much fun. And it was so early. I was trying to remember because we went through a really long dry spell <laughs> where there wasn't yeah. a lot of joy to be had. And that was the other thing. <laughs>
1: it was our first win in August on the 31st.
0: <laughs> our it. only win in August,
1: I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the 31st. We didn't play after that. So, yeah. yeah, That was a rough one uh, spell because before that, it was Kansas City. that it was like mid-July that we had last won a game.
0: So yeah there were some early good uh, good wins uh, Seattle, New England and Nashville right there way early in the season but it turns the
2: out 1-0 against Seattle
0: it turns out that uh, a couple of those teams weren't as good as people thought they were although Seattle they were Seattle and New England were in their CCL run and they were moving people around for their roster Mid-week The Nashville game. was a good win I went back and forth. I do love the PTFC game, the Portland last game of the year, but that, uh, um, the Seattle away game in August, is that the one? To, looking at the schedule? 2 1. 2 1. Yep. Um, when up Little in Seattle.
1: 8 14. Yep.
0: Yeah, I think that was. Um,
1: okay, so we did have two wins in August then. Yeah,
0: we two wins had- in August. And I I think that that was a big win and I thought that was a especially after they got waxed at home by LAFC. So I would go lean those would be the two I thought the Portland game was uh a lot of fun, but I would go with the Seattle in August being uh probably the best win.
1: Cool. Three amazing wins for the year, which All would right. tie
0: into the best uh best road win. Yeah. Did he? I mean, there were three, right? We had three road wins. New England, Seattle, and... Montreal. Montreal. And it turns out that Montreal was... Really good. A really good win. Yeah. On the road. Yeah, they're surprising right now.
1: Stad Saputo. Yeah, it's too bad they lost.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. They're too... NYC FC FC the team I with no know. stadium. They so, don't
1: have a real home.
0: The Man City of MLS, it <laughs> doesn't have
1: a house to play in. They have to play in baseball stadiums. Yeah, or the Red Bulls' house. So what about? Uh, can we come over and play a soccer game?
2: <laughs> we have like the richest
1: <laughs> owner, but yeah, can we? But the Yankees Fire are in the playoffs, so <laughs>
0: yeah, they go to a Mets Stadium, City Field, and they get a bigger banner. From this
1: banner at their yeah, <laughs> the other place is bigger than their home one. So, worst win. Worst win. Worst win. I'm saying that because that's a weird thing to say. Oxymoron. Worst win. What what was the worst win?
0: I thought it was the Minnesota win where you they won 3 nothing, but it was against the oh, the B the, team. the B team. So, I don't know if you can have a worst win, but hey, you know, we're just trying to be That's true. There are some, some games where you didn't think you're gonna win. You didn't. Maybe it's a t maybe it's just a horrible question.
2: It probably is, because um, when I read this, I was like, "Worst win," and I thought I was like, "Oh wait, we didn't have enough wins to have a worst one." So I just put none, because <laughs> I was like, "We didn't have that many." So
0: N A. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not so, applicable. No.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> so what about this best draw? Best draw. Are we gonna skip worst loss? Yeah, let's go to worst loss. Worst, Do you have reading glasses on? Well, we I thought I'd come back to that, but
0: worst loss. Worst for, loss. Um, Can we just
2: all agree? It was you, like New York. Go ahead. Yeah, it was New York, seven to zero.
0: It was. Yeah, I went officially with, six.
2: Yeah, it was officially six because that last one. Seven. I was like, that's a goal. But they just called it back for fun. <laughs>
0: Well, that was the most devastating loss. The uh, getting pummeled on the road. Um, You lost. You were you were close. You know, in the third inning, and then the third inning. Once they brought in their reliever, (laughs) you were toast. Um, I actually went with uh, the Cincinnati game at home. Oh,
1: that one. Yeah, that one. They were both pretty devastating. The the one was early enough in the season that you probably (laughs) could get by it, still have some hope. Yeah. We had all season to get our goal differential back, even though we never did. because <laughs> yeah.
2: our top goal Whoops. scorer was nine.
0: <laughs> well, and you have one of those games almost every season. Yeah, every once in a while you get you get pummeled. Everybody does. Lafc got hammered by Austin late in the season, four to one or something like that. Yeah,
2: that's four to one,
0: which is closer than six to okay, nine. Okay,
2: <laughs> okay, name another team that got five against somebody. Oh, Philly did it all season long. Oh bro. yeah. Well Philly yeah, Philly was, was just like Philly was dropping been. that on DC
1: twice. They oh. did it twice to the yeah. same team, bro. That's brutal. Yeah, and there were no red cards. Like once the team's beating me that bad, <laughs> I've been like, Oh yeah, flying kick to the chest. Oh I got a red
2: card. It's the Come 80th on. minute, and we're down 5-0, and, no, and we're still 11-11. <laughs> this is really surprising. Everybody's... It needs to be like nine people on the field right now. <laughs> the
0: coach is going, only one of you can get a red. Only one of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. yeah, Somebody I think that, played defense in high school. The Cincinnati <laughs> game was devastating. It was brutal. It was right at the end of the season. We. It was coming off that 3-0 loss at Austin. It was... It was at home. It was
2: supposed to win.
1: They, we got a PK. We got. Did we get two PKs? I don't know. We had so many chances and opportunities in that game, and we gave them three, I think, opportunities, and they scored two goals. Yeah, and that that was very
0: sad. Yeah, that was one where I was most frustrated leaving the, leaving the stadium. Best draw. Oh, I'll just toss
2: it to the wind here. Um, I did San Jose where we did 2-2. Because didn't we score at the end? Like in uh, stoppage time? Yeah, Slava
1: volleyed it out of the air. Yeah, That was a cool tie. Cool way to tie. I like that one. Even though we played like garbage through most of the game and probably didn't deserve the (laughs) point. No, we did not. We got it at the last second. Yeah. Did you have one, Tyler? Um, Colorado. Because we tied the Rocky Mountain Cup, dude. Oh,
2: yeah. And then we still had the audacity <laughs> to say we won we the kept Cup. The,
1: we kept the Cup, but we didn't win it. No. And that's really disappointing. Absolutely,
0: I was going back and forth on that one being the worst draw. But the best draw, I thought, was FC Dallas in August. We went down to um, Texas. After and they it, broke our streak here at the riot. And it was uh, a 1-1 draw. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And it was a well-fought game. RSL has, you know, what, five wins in their entire history in the state of Texas. And so I thought it was – that was probably a really hard-fought, good draw. It's one of those you'll take that point, even though we had too many games where we just took a point. But that was probably – Yeah, and they scored early. They scored in the seventh
1: minute, and we scored in the 69th minute.
0: Yeah, it was one of those games where like, oh, no, this one's going to be – this is gonna be a long game, mm-hmm. but they fought back and we ended up taking a point out of Dallas, which was a good point this year. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that was a good one for sure. Um, are we on best draw? Or that was draw? that was or the best I, draw. Did we combine the two? No, worst draw. Oh, I did worst draw. I did Colorado. What was the best and draw? Tying the the Rocky Mountain Cup that made me so sad. I did it backwards. I apologize. I, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say this.
2: I was oh. like, we got the same email, right? The like, worst I'm like, draw? does this
1: does this change I can't anything? A good draw. I'm sorry. The second worst draw
2: was no wonder you DC. was gonna be so weird when I said San Jose. I was like, dude, we scored in like stoppage time. Like, how is this not like? A like I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, either you're yeah, off
1: or I'm true. off.
0: I don't know. Do you have a best draw? Did you want to? Come
1: yeah, out? the worst draw was DC the best. United. No, I want another bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just when you got? Because then no, David no, no. No. got his
2: revenge on us. No, do you know what the worst one is? What? It's uh Toronto. Ooh. you know what I'm talking about when that one Dimir, made me mad <laughs> when Demir was like Ah, Demir
1: gets hacked and then they then yeah. they call it and then ref goes hey you got hacked go look at it he's like yeah but uh, the ball was between his legs when he got hacked they actually put the audio out there and that's why I'm <laughs> making fun of the ref because that's what he said he's like yeah but look the ball's between his legs when they need him in the thigh and stole it from him no no <laughs> What? False. This uh, is uh, the uh,
2: false news. False news. Yeah, so there's quite a few. You can look that up.
1: It's it's out there on the MLSRefs.net
2: or something. MLSRefs.net/slash Tyler Thomas. No, it's <laughs> really out there. I
0: did, I didn't get some feedback this week. From someone that says, tell Tyler to quit backing on the refs. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs>
1: Why? We all love to back they on the refs me before. Go wrong, they're going to continue. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, that's okay. Funny. okay yeah, I'll call There was that. three. There well, there's the San Jose draw. There was a lot of bad draws, but the worst one had to be DCU. DC United. Although the Colorado one is right there. You're up to nothing, and you give away crap goals at home two two yeah any
2: draw at home is pretty much a worse draw
0: <laughs> well the dc united one was just the worst well, especially team he, puts, he puts a 15 year old out there
2: and we can't do anything about it <laughs> i mean like uh, or then,
1: lubicar scores an 89th minute goal on us i mean what's worse right yeah.
0: oh they were just terrible but uh DCU then went on the next week to just get obliterated by. Yeah, I think the last five Kansas or City zero, wasn't it, like
2: six? five zero something
0: like that. Yeah, to KC who
1: was like last. Although they did at turn their point.
0: season around, Kansas City. I mean, of course, when there's no pressure, yeah, you're not playing. They have, they uh, had a pretty good run there at the end, but that was the worst draw. Yeah. All right, most improved player. Best draw. I put uh,
2: Cordova. Due to the fact that um, he was absolute garbage, like he was, he was, he didn't know which side was in the goal and which <laughs> side was out, or he just had like an uh oh Oreo and just got everything backwards. But it seemed like you know after hearing about all of his extracurricular work, he really changed it and uh, became uh, a number nine that he didn't want to be, but that we needed, <laughs> and. He's the number
3: nine in our hearts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, I think he's he's the most improved because of that. I think he's he's the one who's worked really really hard to
0: get goal get balls in the goal. Brent? I went back and forth between Brody and Miram. Not that Miram most improved, really. Well, for the team, I don't know how to cuz Mirs has been like that.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, like he, he just has been. he just got the sauce. It's like that last year. Well, yeah, maybe that's, that's maybe him. they
0: figured it out. So I fine, fine. I'll just go with Brody then.
2: Great job. <laughs> These are your questions too. <laughs> and this dude's thrown out Miram. Like uh, I w- I went with McMath, but you know, like cuz for
1: him it was all about being steady. He always had good performances in MLS in years past. But it was about doing it consistently, and then An opportunity. to pull out the Iron Man and play every minute of every MLS game for the whole season long, that I've, and not and not you know be dropping balls in the goal, you mm-hmm. know like not have that lapse in judgment where you know he comes out doesn't call it and oh. runs into Silva and the ball just goes in the net right that that Yarborough minute where you just touch it into your own goal or something right like mm-hmm. he didn't have that throughout the year he was steady consistent so i'm gonna go with most improved
2: is one of the oldest guys on our team in zach mcmahon i think the goalie should be i think the goalie like whatever player you buy has to be younger than the goalie because <laughs> well <he> is 31 <laughs> and 79 days as of today so oh really yeah, yeah. oh we're the same age look at that Look look what he's doing with his life.
0: (laughs) He's getting old. Hey, you're talking about it. (laughs) Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. And I guess this might be the similar question, but the most surprising player. I put Loffelsund.
2: Yeah. He's wunderbar. (laughs) So good. (laughs) 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 fuck? Works very hard.
1: I don't even have a good German accent, (laughs) but he was great, wasn't he? Yeah. Throughout the year, like... Energizer Bunny, like. Well, it was like if, hustle. It was like
2: one of those things where it's like we were pulling somebody out of a magic hat because we had <laughs> we had nobody left, right? Like it was like, oh crap, this dude's down. Okay, let's see. Oh, let's let's do this guy that we just got off of a draft because the draft always works. I mean, right, the mon- they signed him, him to the Monarchs. Yeah, ever. they signed him to the Monarchs, but then he was just like, oh, this is the kind of person we need to get. You know what I mean? Not the the guy that we're just like, oh, he's kind of good. Let's get him because he's a draft pick. But like it was like, wow, this is what we need in our midfield, and I think that's what we're going to change going forward is we're going to have that type of a quality in the midfield or in the upper third like they did at the end of the year, which we need to talk about because I think that's the stupidest thing they've ever done. Yeah, I think we should
1: call it the uh, the – pressure dogger of the year <laughs> i think that's what we should call that award but whatever
3: i got voted <laughs> off the island on that
1: one
2: i think you're next so. <laughs> i could just see you cut co- like if you got like side like as they're walking out of the tunnel just right there you're like
0: it. Woof,
1: woof, let's go pressure, pressure, dog, pressure dog pressure dog <laughs> i was
0: gonna say your <laughs> next rsl jersey should have pressure dog on the back of it yeah <laughs> pressure
1: dog uh, yeah, I agree. How about you, Brent? You...
0: There was a bunch of surprising players. Jasper, you know, they plucked. It was like, oh, hey, we have one more spot. We need to sign somebody. Let's get Jasper. And, like, he came out of nowhere. But also Miram. I know he, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Miram was not surprising. Did you know at... Miram
1: was on the team last Mere year? Miriam is surprising <laughs> at how he can still get by players at age 33. But I well, don't know. I think he was, it was surprising. surprising
0: in the fact that we were expecting him to be... A sub.
1: Oh, yeah, that's and
0: true. And he ended up you being know, a solid player all for the, like right, a fine. good All right, fine. We'll, we'll take that explanation. Getting – so he didn't have enough for us at the end of the season. But there was – I was putting a list of players, and, you know, chain kind of uh, surprised me at the end. But really the one that was most surprising for me was Marcelo Silva. He – I like that. He was the captain. He took the armband, was the captain um, all season – well, most of the season once uh, – Demir went on sabbatical, um, but I thought he didn't have any of his same with same with McMath.
2: Well, he just got right? smarter. He got, got wiser, smarter, wiser on the back line. Ooh,
0: played smarter. Wisdom. Only had Absolutely. a only had a few of his outbursts, um, outbursts or his well, brain farts. Were, and then you had the Chicharito pullback. You know, uh,
2: but I mean, yeah, Chicharito's gonna he's gonna fall for anything. Right, that's why you shouldn't. put He, your gave, hands up on a, it. he gave up. I think he
0: gave up a couple 100%. of penalties that were ill advised, but for the most part. Well, he
2: went to the grocery store and somebody tapped his shoulder to get his autograph, and he fell to the ground. He was like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm not at yeah. work. I'm not at work. Oh, jeez, I'm just at the gas station. Oh, <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I would, I would go with Silva. Cool, most surprising player. Oh, also,
2: I, side I, note, yeah, did you guys, think. if you follow Justin Miram on um, Instagram, he got a hole in one. I saw that. And on Glenmore, at Glenmore Course, part three. That was nice. incredible. It's awesome. I was like, will you guys go golfing? I go golfing. <laughs> <laughs> and none of my friends like going golfing.
0: <laughs> well, sounds like you guys. Can some- I be
2: friends with you guys? You guys are old too, right?
0: <laughs> my friend Tyler will give you a hug. <laughs> I'm a touchy-feely guy, okay?
1: <laughs> I went a different route on the surprise. I went, surprise! What is surprise? Anderson Julio plays for us but doesn't score goals anymore. Oh. <laughs> that really sucks as a surprise. That's the worst surprise I've ever heard of. <laughs> Why can't he still score goals for us? No one knows. Oh,
2: Okay. <laughs> Maybe next year. We, we put him in that hope and pray position. Yeah,
1: like, we're going to kick some balls up in the air. We're going to hope that you can go get them and score some goals.
2: Like the Canadian Football League? Yeah. You know that one player that runs just yeah. just before they say hike? That's
0: Julio. The circle
2: player. I don't they know just, what to call him. Okay, we're going to pass the ball to you. Just run. Yeah. Jackpot! They can <laughs> be in, in,
0: in motion on the snap. Uh, I thought he
1: was very disappointing for the amount of minutes he played and the... So he's the most disappointing player to you? To me, well, surprising, surprising. But the next question is most disappointing. And that's Johnny Menendez.
3: <laughs> because he's my
1: boy and I called it before the season. Johnny's going to have a great season. <laughs> For he's another one of my... team. <laughs>
3: oh, man.
1: I really thought he was going to figure out the, the, the touch to push ratio, right? Because like, when you get touched in MLS, they play on. When you get pushed, it's a foul. And he never figured out the touch to push ratio to be able to fall over, and he fell over a lot. And a they, the refs didn't lot. call anything. And he's like, "Come on!" And they're like, "Dude, you—if you, you want to be a little guy in this league, you got to be tougher than that."
0: Mm. And so we'll give you the calls. You just got to stand up for five minutes. Yeah. And so he's my most disappointing player. Yeah, if he
2: worked with Demir a little bit longer, I think that would have worked out. Demir is is great at falling. (laughs) Demir is a little soft for as big as he is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. How about you? For me, um, I got to say Beazler. (laughs) What? (laughs) I mean, that guy, I mean, to rock a, a mustache for so long and then when the team needed it most, he shaves. Like, how disappointing is that? Like, you don't have the audacity just to, like, Hold firm in your beliefs, like to your What a wishy-washy stash. guy! Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. To turn
2: it into a and goatee is just not okay. Well, also, like in the playoffs, you're put in there to what? What, do you, what is Beeler's Beezer's job? He's gonna kill the game. Kill the game, beast. And uh, how did that work? He killed the game. He killed, the game. He killed the game for 20 minutes, and well, then would, uh, and they Baldwin just well handed it to him.
3: <laughs> Literally. <laughs>
2: See what Bun-bum-bum. I did there? The cap's like my shield. Oh wait, that's the ball. <laughs> oh dang it! It was baby
1: cap, not big cap. Yeah, he's. If the it most... was big cap, he would have had bigger thighs, and it wouldn't have hit his hand off his
2: thigh. That's true. He was on his left too. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, and uh,
0: Caldwell can't do
2: it all day.
1: He can't go all day. You can't go all day. He, he can't all day. Can't do it all day.
0: Oh uh, yeah, there's uh, there's quite a few. Menendez. I was that was my initial thought. Johnny Menendez was very disappointing. Of course, I expected him to be disappointing. Um, Everton-Louise, so disappoint we lost you. everton Luiz. He was not uh, doing well early on. I was trying to think. You had Johnny Menendez. I expected Ruiz and Louise to be a good game. And Who, who was your player that you expected to?
2: Oh, so he was my actual disappointing player was Rubio Rabin, just because, I mean, that guy was the perfect idea for Real. You know what I mean? It was somebody he can come on, just get like one or two touches, and it's an opportunity on the goal. Yeah, Yeah, and for some reason, when he got paid, he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna try to work my way. You know, instead of being that same player he was last year, where he had a humongous highlight reel of one touches. You know, getting into open space, making one move, and then shooting. It was now goal of the year for MLS. Yeah, and. And then now he's getting fined for that slide tackle against the goalie. So
0: that's real cool. Well, not leaving the field. Oh, he didn't leave the field. In manner, I think that was the fine. Oh, did
1: they give him an additional fine for that? Yeah, yeah something mm-hmm. like that. I think he was just making sure. Like, are you sure? Because he could have moved his leg out of the
0: way. I mean. Yeah, that dude, that goalie sold it. Hey, well, he gave it to him. My disappointing player, because there was, there was too many. it's Tomas Gomez. Uh, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. He's, you know. He, he rode
1: that bench, kept it warm for
0: McMath. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. You know? I would, kind of was leaning towards Herrera. Yeah, fair. Because he didn't have, and I don't know how much of that is on Aaron as it was. I think that's the system. Like last season. I think it's a had, system. He had uh, an amazing season last year, of course, he's. Dropping those freak those kicks on to Demir. Demir's head.
2: Yeah. And we were running, what, a three five two with only one person up front, realistically. So. And then Demir would come in and nobody would see him. I don't know
1: how he did that so well, but no one would see him coming in. But Center backs I, are like, what's this other tall guy doing in here?
0: But it seemed like he also, too, with Herrera, it seemed like maybe he was out of it, maybe that got to him, but it seemed like he did not have the season that I was certainly expecting. And if we're talking about, not that he's not a great player, but he did not have the season I was expecting. Well, I'll tell him you said that. Mm -hmm. I'll tell him. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we should put Mm -hmm. it in the podcast. If it makes you feel better, Tyler give him a hug.
1: I will. But only with his permission. He looks like he might
0: not be the kind of guy that gives a lot of permission for that. (laughs) But Menendez, I mean, was definitely way up there. But I wasn't expecting Johnny to do anything. I was expecting him to uh be exactly how he was, but Herrera and Rubio was a good one too. I mean he said, you know, hey, I'll score next year. But uh <laughs>
2: I'll score next year.
0: I'm still under contract. I got uh, yeah. another year.
2: <laughs> uh, I got the down payment. I've just got to wait till next year to make sure it's solid.
0: Yikes. Yeah, I thought yeah, so I would go with Herrera. Not that it wasn't a horrible season, but wasn't up to his standards. Yeah. And I think he even <laughs> said that, you know, at the end of the season. And not so expect to see a lot out of Aaron next season yeah way to cover your bases there
2: all right uh, <laughs> now we're in it for the actual uh, awards that matter best haircut Pe- best haircut I thought about this long and hard <laughs> it. because okay. did did. I was thinking like Brody's got a good mid fade going on with the comb over uh, Miriam's you know he's I don't know if that hair is real but it's working um, never grows never shrinks never grows never shrinks um, but it's always a nice good low fade it's nice it's nice it's nice And then even Marcelo Silva for a little bit there, he was going for that like somewhat mullet with the shaved sides. I was like, ooh, that's a pretty good one for his big head. But I got it. Glad had a little bit of hair game. It's just that he's redhead. He was a little inconsistent with his with his haircuts. You got to be consistent. You got to be, and that's what led me to this this, to this award because I was like, (laughs) who honestly? uh, Game after game after game (laughs) brings it. Had a consistent. Haircut. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a good solid haircut. And it's your boy Aaron Herrera. That guy has some style. Okay. You got, he's got, he's rocking that fade. He's got, he was just always so clean cut every single game. It was impressive. Even when it was cold outside, he still got it. He didn't let it grow. He was like, it's going to be cold. Who cares? I want to look good. Nice. And uh, yeah,
0: um, I'm going to put Aaron Herrera's Aaron, best haircut. Uh,
2: best haircut, Brent.
0: You know what? For the horrible season at the end, I thought Rubio Ravine always had no. A nice hair. No, yeah, that's, that's was what I'm like, going
2: with. That's like it, I got to disagree. Sorry, because um, I got something to say about that. Get, get into the, specif- the specifics. He has the haircut that you give, that you see all of those moms give, like their first haircut for their kid. You know, they go to take pictures, and that's the haircut they choose. You know, just like a mild fade with the hard part and a little baby comb over, and they're like, "Look how cute he is in his plaid." That's it, right there. That's, wow. Well, that's the look I was going for.
1: Right? Oh, I like that. So, oh, there a, you go. It's a yeah. solid. <laughs> All right, my best, my best haircut of the year goes to Holt. <laughs> my man, Holt. I love that guy. I really hope he gets one more season. I think he got hard done at the end, uh, to not be on the end of season squad and stuff. But he kind of, kind of. Uh, I don't want to say played his way (laughs) out, but he did give space at the wrong moment in the wrong game, and so yeah. But his hair was always consistently short, (laughs) (laughs) buzzed, and to the point,
2: like a young Tyler Thomas. (laughs) Oh, I love that hairstyle! So good. So does your wife? So that's good. All right, best before game outfit. Um, so I did actually go. Did you go do some research? I, I went and did some research. Um, this
0: is all yours.
2: Oh, good. Um, one thing I did notice, though, they all have their own little um, bag, you know, like the yeah, toys. To- yeah, you got to have that. And, you know, some of them have some Louis Vuittons and stuff, and I was like, wow, that's a little bougie. Um, Brody, not a bad dresser. He's uh, He's got the plaid rocking. He looks like he shops at Sheen. Um, but I still, after going through all those, Marcelo's pretty solid um, McMath is kind of basic. I mean, that guy doesn't have too much style. No offense to McMath. Um, he that's is why I team. picked him. <laughs> <laughs> but like some of them, I'm like, you're like going through it, and you're like, oh, they make a lot of money. Ooh, he makes a lot of money. And then you see McMath in a t-shirt, and you're like, I think is he, he has, has a lot in savings. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot in savings. He spends a lot. He spends a lot. Oh, he saves a lot. Um, well, pa- Pablo Ruiz had some good outfits, um, but yeah, I still think uh, Justin Miram's pink tracksuit is probably the best with his matching Nike blazers, seventy sevens. Those are that was pretty solid, and he was so confident with it too. <laughs> he just like saw the pictures, and he was like, well, "What was up? How you doing?" But that was pretty sick. Looked very very comfortable.
0: Yeah, I like that one. Is that are you concurring? Yeah, I, I would I would concur. That was the, I didn't pay you know, of attention. If
2: you're listening to this cuz I know there's so many people that do, um, you could see it um, on their Instagram page when we played against Portland the last game. Oh, okay. That's so, when he went pink tracksuit. Yeah, it's on their Instagram page. I thought I it was like an orange summer. pink is it? No, it was it was pink, a soft peachy baby. pink. It was impressive. Like the, Was it peachy was pink? Yeah.
0: It looked like, yeah, there's a guy with style. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that owns a barbershop. Does he own a barbershop? He does. Maybe well, that's I don't why know his if barbershop yeah. looks
1: exactly the same. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on to best defensive player. Or Who wants to go call first it there? Defensive player of the year? No, we called it best defensive player. Okay, I'm going with Brody. Brody stepped up so much this year and defended in in a little bit different way than the other guys. You know, he's a little more unique, kind of had to incorporate his own style into the big defensive presence that glass squirrely. Yeah, you kinda had to do the squirrely defender style, which was sometimes poking it out, sometimes uh, you know, not getting into those duels of, you know, feats of strength, if you will, <laughs> you know, around the Festivus pole. But uh to be able to to still play, you know, solid defense without being Physically dominant is impressive. Well,
0: he did complain about his toe poking a little and bit on during occasion,
1: the Yeah, the toe poking <laughs> did get a bit much. <laughs> but he did it in a way that uh, with style. Yeah, he's yeah. Got with style, flair, he's
2: got grace.
1: Not, not quite the same flair that the tracksuit was. That's true. But
2: well, when you zip it up all the way to the top, you know you mean business. Oh, it's it's not there
0: for com. It's it's there for a style. And I thought we missed the whole season with the squirrel stuff, especially if they uh, played three in the back. We could have gone with the a name for the back line. No, no. Why do you like that? Three in the back crap. I said, if we did have three in the back, we could have yeah. had a fun name because you had Squirrel Nut Zipper. <laughs> did you really think about that? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, know that band? No. Squirrel Nut Zipper. Okay. That's a band? yeah okay oh
2: okay that, that's you're talking I mean. to the guy who knows every band that's had like a dozen <laughs> <laughs> listeners they played once at the complex <laughs> it was kind of it yeah kind of i got ska. their i got
0: their a-track man School yeah Canada. before they went
2: big you know wait they went big yeah dude they played at the fair <laughs> you know 1987 utah state fair i think they even went to no. vegas <laughs> vegas at their fair yeah it, it was when the was vernal fair dude it wasn't <laughs> vegas it was vernal <laughs> like yeah dude they play all around vernal provo Layton It was the five Tipanogas minutes when uh, I mean they went clear down there, man. I think they even like went to Saratoga
0: Springs before they were popular. <laughs> it was the five minutes that zoot suits were in style. Remember that? Zoot suits <laughs> riot. All oh right. Oh if goodness.
2: you uh, if you've skipped wow. forward past this part, just want to let you know, my that, father has weird taste now. in music.
1: It's over. <laughs> mm. So it was a zoot suit riot.
2: Year. Um. So. I thought pretty hard about this one because I thought you guys would do, like, Brody or Justin or Silva. And I thought, you know, like, my my decision was based on the impact that he brought to the team. So, Johan Kepelhoff? Huh? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. This was an actual right, serious okay. one. Oh, okay. This was a serious one. Okay. Um, it All was right. Oviedo. I think. Oh, yeah. Because it, it felt like, you know, we were a little lost, right? Because we had Brody playing on the left. And we kept switching up these stupid ideas. You know, we did the weird... Why don't we go seven in the back? We did like, yeah, six, six one two or something like that. I don't even know. But like all this mixes up, all this like three, five, two crap, then this four, one, something, something. But then as soon as we got Oviedo, it was like, cool, we're going to rock the one that's going to benefit us the best, which is going to be a great offense defense, which is the four, four, two. And... But what was cool is that when Oviedo was on the field, it felt like the intensity of the back line got raised. Like, it it was like when he won a challenge, that was exciting. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... Before that, it was like, yeah, we won a challenge. Now we got to worry about the next one. You know what I mean? There was no fire. There was no getting pumped up. Well, and Herrera's kind of stoic, right? He's very stoic, but... He tries to keep his emotions in
1: check, I'm thinking.
2: But his actions were, you know, he yeah. was aggressive pump the team up as yeah and so it was nice to see that and then you could tell like whenever they won like an aerial challenge or you know like they stopped something it felt like it was it was a bigger deal to them and i like that because i feel that was one thing that we were lacking because i mean brody gets pumped up but he's also two inches wide so it's like (laughs) this guy's getting pumped up it's like yeah cool but it felt like when we had that left back it felt like our back line was the back line that we needed you complete me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd
0: give a high five to Oviedo. You had me at Oviedo. <laughs> Oviedo. Oh, Brad. I think that's a very good, that's surprising. That was you can't concur. You got to pick your own. Well, I was going to go with the obvious, like he said. Yeah, see? <laughs> but I do like the way Oviedo, because what he did, he also allowed Brody, Brody to, to play where? Right in the, a position in his, in his in actual Position. And that's when
2: I was like, oh, Brody's good. Because like, before, <laughs> I was just like, dude, this sucks. But, you know, we were setting him up to fail, and then Brody never failed. And so that was another kudos to Brody.
0: Well, yeah. the thing about it is you have to pick somebody on the back line, right, for a yeah. defensive player of the year this year. I mean, the midfield was, for the most part – Kmart? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many the Kmarts in there. Su-
2: super Kmarts. Um, they were bought out. Um, the now they're just parts. usually storage well, facilities or what? Sears. With Mike Chang well, putting in oh, 1,800 <laughs> minutes. 1,800 beautiful minutes. Beautiful, Hard-fought. engaged minutes. He went, ah, oh,
1: man. Well,
0: that's what I was po- trying to point out our midfield was kind of like a Kmart or a Sears. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hard Desolate, to find. You know, Few few and far between. Very it's hard to find. It's there on
2: Google Maps, but for some reason when you get close, you can't find it. It's yeah, well, like a Kmart. storage yeah.
0: facility. You're like, what? No, it's the, the Beans and Brew now. It used to be a Kmart.
2: <laughs> it's right next to the Shopko. <laughs> oh. Oh. May they rest in peace. I
0: miss, miss Shopko. There's some good deals there.
1: Um, for defensive, <laughs> and you player. can always shop by yourself. That was the nice part about ShopCo. <laughs> You're never competing with anybody else. Pe- people people were trying
2: on clothes right next to the racks. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't even care because <laughs> no one else is in the store. That's exactly it. Oh, I love this cardigan. Let's try it on. Oh, right here. Okay, <laughs>
0: nobody's watching. So no, that's here. You know, the best defensive player for me, you know, probably has to be Glad because of. What happened when he's not there? Mm, Silva yeah. was great, and I would imagine that it might have been the same. Fortunately, we didn't have to find out uh, if Glad had a separate partner if Silva was out for a few games because that pairing and maybe that's the best defensive player is Glad and Silva together.
2: Absolutely. Well, yeah, because Silva because
0: yeah. Silva brought the
2: the body. He brought the you know like. He was very physical when we got set pieces and all that. But then Glad was also somewhat physical, but he had the speed. So he was able to track people down. Mm-hmm. So it was like it's perfect they dynamic. Are, to they work.
0: are a great pair together. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, we didn't have to find out. Silva played most of the season. He only had a few games where he wasn't 30...
1: there. 33 <coughs> starts. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Brody. Sorry. Silva had 31 starts.
0: Yeah, and he was the third most minutes in the in the team, 2,700. Seventy four. So I think the pairing. I will go with the pairing of.
2: Did once you just again, pick two once people again, for the award? You're just bending the rules every Man, single they're, they're my questions. Of yeah, yeah, look at that. Like, <laughs> they're exceptions. my rules. I'll make them up. And he's like, oh, and this other question that is brand new. That's not on the email. Just kidding. So are we on the best offensive player, or is it best offensive player?
1: I want to it's make sure be- I got the rules I, right. Both,
0: because I'll go first. The, <laughs> the that guy that best- kept rubbing his hands on his <laughs> armpits and then putting on people's noses. That guy sucks. I would say that the best offensive player uh, was Kavloff. <laughs> but the best offensive player, I would go with um, Miram. Oh wow!
2: Again, okay. He's giving what? somebody a horse to Miram. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a hug from Miram, Brad? Come on. Best improved, probably Miram. Probably Miram.
1: He was the same as last year. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of improvement.
2: <laughs> Most, Most disappointing, Miram. <laughs> Most surprising,
0: Miram. <laughs> no, but have yeah, both sides of that.
2: <laughs> Best outfit, Miram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> best player we signed this year, Miram.
0: Oh, we had him last. Right. Best haircut, Miriam. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: good I thought, stuff. Good stuff.
0: Okay, go ahead. Best offensive is kapelhoff' because he played himself right out of the game, right off the team, and sad for him because I thought he was going to be good. But I I went back and forth. You got Sergio and Sava and Miram for the best defense, best player in offense. I went with Miriam because I thought he was a key to – When he didn't play well, we didn't play well.
2: Yeah, and he was also, he delegated pretty well.
0: And was the best creator and really would have been, would love to have seen what he could have done down a man in Austin Mm. for RSL. Cause he has he has defensive capability. Yeah. We're, <clears throat> whoa.
2: That I was just about to be upset. <laughs> Holy cow! I had a real wow. Bad you
0: in. totally stopped yourself. I good was, job. Yeah, That's I was about to go. Sure. We're positive. So <laughs> things
2: I didn't like.
0: Best offensive or best offensive player?
1: So I, I think offensive player um, overall consistent throughout as long as we had him was uh, Sav- Sava, um, And, you know, for me, Savarino did everything you want from an attacking player. He worked hard. There were multiple games where he had the most mileage run. I don't think that was the most effective use of him, but he did. You know, he would put in the effort. He got important goals for us that won us points. Jefferson, Savarino, El Venezolano... Uh, still only 25 years old, um, mid-season came in and made a big difference in our attacking play, and I think he helped turn around Cordoba. Which, you know, I was gonna pick him, but he he already won the Golden Boot, so
2: I, I picked yeah, Sava and, and most improved player. And I think All he feels right. good about that. I think yeah. he appreciates well, that. Well, the one thing I did say, well, I do agree with you on the Sava. I just wish that we utilized him more for his shot-making capability. Yeah. outside the box cuz his, uh his goal against um Portland right at the beginning. Yeah. That was like, wow, why are we not seeing that more of him? You know what I mean? Like why why are we giving Pablo Ruiz so many opportunities and Sava can actually curl it like on frame. Yeah. Like,
0: well, I think when you put Sava where he plays the <laughs> best, he, he can do stuff. He can he do stuff. And
1: I think they figured that out towards the end of the year like that's why Rubin started getting more time.
0: Begrudgingly. Yeah. They found they put him. And begrudgingly. That, and
1: that's why my most offensive player of the year was Michael Chang, because every time he played, <laughs> I was offended. I was offended. I mean, I love Michael Chang, and he does bring some stuff.
0: You want to give Michael Chang a hug?
1: I would give him a hug, yeah. But I think he, more out of, like, I'm so sorry, bro. Come here, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Because I, I just, I think he was, yeah, he played a lot, and sometimes it was very offensive that he was on the field.
0: Oh, I would agree with that, but
2: it was insulting. It was insulting. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was like, offensive. Because yeah. it's like if Why? we're gonna if we're gonna create a podcast for this team, if we're gonna show up to games, if we're gonna like we're gonna actually play in
1: fifty episodes. Yeah,
2: and like <laughs> if we're actually gonna like pay attention this year, like come on, like this is offensive. <laughs> Where did that come from? I mean, I'm talking about this at
0: work. Like,
2: Okay, this is breaking boundaries here.
0: (laughs) But he did, to his credit. He was one of the best players the last couple of games. No. The Portland game He was probably the
1: best player in practice. No. Okay. He was probably (laughs) really good at practice, though, to be able to earn as much playing Uh, time as he did. William
2: Brandt Goble. Went
1: full name on that one. I'm in
2: trouble. (laughs) So, the reason why he was so good is because the amount of space they gave him up the wing. The moment that he got in front of somebody, what happened?
0: They closed him down.
2: He just kicked the ball directly at Tuoloma. And it bounced right off his legs because he can't go around so to anybody. Times. Yeah, he has no
1: one-on-one. My apologies,
2: didn't mean to set you off.
1: I don't. Okay. Want, I don't want to say no one-on-one capabilities. <laughs> we just haven't seen him because he never takes anybody on. So yeah. maybe he's got them, and we just don't know. Or maybe Pablo doesn't want him to take they, people on. Yeah, know.
2: they were just they were playing tight in the middle, so they allowed the runs on the outside because they know there's we weren't very effective in the air. With our all right, problems.
0: so best player on offense.
2: Well, um, I would say Bobby Wood. What. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Bobby Wood was the best offensive player before he got hurt, because the way he was able to move behind the back line and create a lot of chances and create the press, I think he was very impressive. And the fact impressive,
1: he's, I saw you did there
0: press. <laughs> press. Um, he was pressure dogging it. And
2: no. he pressure dogging. But then also we had a very bad lull after he left. Yeah. We we were struggling to find ways to move upfield, so it was like okay, he was a key player in our in our success early on, even though I didn't quite see it at the beginning. But looking back on that it, that
0: would have been a great one for most surprising player too. Yeah, because just like when Justin left, yeah, it was it was surprising how poorly we played on defense without Justin. Yeah, same thing. It was surprising how poorly how we played on though, Bobby
2: on yeah.
0: offense or how much of an effect he might have had on the game. So yeah, those good. Good answers. Did you have, did we, you, blah, 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 we were at. <laughs> yes, best kit. No, no, you, oh. the most offensive <laughs> player was Chang, but who did, did you have a best player in offense? Oh, yeah, you went with. I picked Saba, that's right. I did that first. <laughs> All right. I am getting so old. <laughs> so <funny>. Best kit?
2: <laughs> well, no, did we, did we do best impact player?
1: Yeah, we, we, we subbed in Kit right before Impact Player. Oh, we did? Oh, I didn't yeah. get
2: that email. Okay. Yeah,
1: it it, it got are stuffed we it? because we? Brent didn't want to include it, so I'm just throwing it in
2: right here. Are we doing Are we doing MLS?
1: Yes, MLS oh. Kit. Okay, that's yes. easy. Yeah. Kit who's a, who, who The, the top-selling be... Kit was Gareth Bell from LAFC. Surprise. <laughs> logged very few minutes in this league and yet Boo. is the top and number three is Carlos Vela. Now, to be fair, they, this doesn't include everything because uh, the way Real Salt Lake does it, you can walk in and they will print you a jersey right there in the store. Cause no, yeah,
2: that's just people going our store in there. Is
1: bad a dude. Like we we are top notch store, so that that doesn't get recorded in the best selling MLS jerseys because this is only
0: through the Fanatics website next season. The top-selling jersey in Real Salt Lake store will be the Pressure Dog. The Pressure Dog.
2: No, it's going to be random fan.
1: Random fan. Random fan. Pressure Dog. That's a lot to put on a jersey, but <laughs> I think we can fit it in.
2: Random fan. Pressure Dog.
1: Oh, put it on the bottom. Yeah, nice. You're yeah. welcome. I like what you're doing there.
2: Now we need to be we need to be uh, sponsored by Pressure Dog. Oh, <laughs> Pressure Dog pumps. And they and they they clean windows. Yeah, <laughs> we just started a business. <laughs> pressure dog, get to all your pressure washing needs.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, so determination. Who's, who's the favorite kit? Anyway, Seattle is the top selling kit, like for club. Um, and Gareth Bale is the top player for purchase. players, and Christian Fuchs is the number two. Who is Christian Fuchs? You say, Charlotte FC. He's their DP over there. We don't see him a lot. We didn't play them this year, um, so there's Charlotte for cool. you. Cool. Yeah, and then uh, Chicha. Chicharito is number okay, four. Okay, now we're now we need to stop. Okay, that's number that's four. Enough. That's it. That's enough. Um, so top top kit,
0: your favorite, Tyler.
1: My favorite new kit is the Toronto Toronto kit. The half gray, half white. Ooh. BMO clean Ooh. cut stripe down the middle. Not a stripe, Eat. but it's a the yeah, line like down the, the line. middle. Yeah. Gray on the side of the crest, white on the other side with the Adidas logo. I love that kit. It was beautiful. I I mean, I, just I, don't like I can't pick our I can't pick our own red kit because yeah. you know, it's too biased. No, but.
2: no, but yeah, I mean, I fully agree with that. That's a solid choice. The only thing I don't like is Toronto's actual logo. I think that their is, crest. I don't like their crest whatsoever. But that jersey setup, that's that's a, at least a silver badge on uh, FIFA.
1: Yeah, and and my second place would have gone to LAFC, but they beat us so bad in that black with the gold on. Yeah, that's oh, a good thing. Oh, uh, that's a clean one. Yeah.
2: I think everybody needs to have that style. You know what I mean? Like that's like their one special kit a
0: year.
1: You know what we should do is we should invert that with the gold and the black and make that our jersey for
0: next year. Oh. Ooh, pretty. That would be very pretty. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Brendan. All right, Brendan, what do you got? (laughs) I mean, the background, we'll have to change the background because it's like a Aztec ish type (laughs) style.
2: (laughs) We're not supposed to know this. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, Portland. (laughs) <laughs> portland the couch. timbers the church, couch. Uh, the church couch um i mean it was that's the thing though but there was a close second it was brand miami and um austin um austin fc uh with their mint so it was either that pink or that mint but i still feel that alaska airlines portland timbers it even matches their crest like it's just so clean I love it. It's not clean. It's couchy. Oh no. There's so got, much It's got flavor. You rose. can wear it with jeans, you can wear it with black or gray pants, you can wear it with shorts, you can I mean, wear it with heels. You can wear with heels. <laughs> you can you but can do your hair up in pink. a ponytail, you can work that updo, you know with what I mean? With
1: red on it and then the green patch. Like it the kit to me looks heinous. Mm. The only thing that looks worse to me is Orlando's like sun one where it (laughs) starts with purple at the bottom and then turns orange yellow and then turns yellow and then turns white looks like it could be an nba uniform
0: yeah i yeah
2: that'd be pretty sick what's your what's your favorite
0: i i i think we're along the same lines there because i do i really do like the austin mint especially
2: with their logo too yeah
0: they've got the nice clean yeti logo yeah I mean it's a good look and the shirt you know it'll keep you warm it'll keep you cold (laughs) it's
2: the best (laughs) insulating kit in the league wow man your breath really smells good (laughs) Uh, so minty and i i do
0: like the brand miami um pink Pink. kit, Mm -hmm. and the la galaxy one the white one just white but also too they had the the pride jersey yeah, the the Pride trainer kit. That oh. one was
2: really sick. I like that one. It was like a warm up one.
0: The warm up. <laughs> one with of those the snakes. geometric. Yeah. Mon- the Monarchs had a good one too. I like the Monarchs.
2: I like oh, the Pride. Monarchs
0: better. <laughs> yeah, that and was, then there was also the the other trainer, uh, which was the flowery
2: one. Uh, the one that matches the soccer ball. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the one that. So that's the same uh, design that's yeah, on what, the soccer ball. What's that ball. one
0: called? The multicolor uh, unity. Yeah, the Juneteenth. Yeah, yeah, I
2: like that a lot.
0: It was
1: really loud. Yeah, I'm, I'm but about the loud.
0: yeah it, It's loud, but in a good way. You know so what I mean? Like it was. That's what I, I would go with. We'll go with that because but, there was there was a lot of good ones. I mean, I do like RSL's kit be, this year. It's only thirty five dollars. This is the Seattle one. The uh-huh. Oh, was for,
2: that's why it's on sale.
0: Um. Yeah. The ones
2: does, it with have, the, does it have Rusek name on it? Is that,
1: <laughs> the ones with the numbers that were game worn, they auctioned those off and donated to the cause. <gasps> no way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's so. Yeah. Rad. That's over. But it was
1: a while.
0: And yeah. The, yeah. So that's what I would go. With. There was a lot of good choices, and the kick cancer ones were pretty cool too. Oh, that's was right. That the, the yellow. That the yellow yellow
1: one surprised me. Squared. Thing. Because it
2: didn't look so good, like in like on just a regular picture. But when they wore them, I was like, "Ooh, that's actually yeah. that works. That actually works."
0: But yeah. if, he, if he had to pin me down, I'd probably Oof. go with I'd Yeti pin him shirt. up.
2: <laughs> I'd go with the, the mint. Is that a uh, Beazler mustache, or are you just happy to see me?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that's,
0: that's my favorite kid. There was a lot uh, of good choices there. So where are we going next, Tyler, since you... Uh, <laughs>
1: so took us out of order.
0: Best Impact player, Brant. Miram. Miram, <laughs> so damn! surprisingly, guy. Miriam was probably uh, my favorite player of the season. I thought he had just. I know he's my last I'm year.
2: confused. Do you hate him? Was he? <laughs> do you like him? Because I feel like he's like. Or are you in love
0: with him? It's like he. I sent him a little thing, and he checked.
2: <laughs> he checked he gave
0: him a note and they sent it back oh I remember doing that
2: that was good times yeah and it was a little thing where you oh, 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 you open up no uh, that's colors you know your little red okay 6 or nine <laughs> six okay um it says that uh you're not gonna date Travis <laughs> Sweet
0: but for- shut up Brittany. For what I expected from the players, Miriam was the one that surprised me the most. I thought he had the biggest impact, and I really thought he had a great season. I thought he was the most impactful player for the team. A few
2: weeks there where we had to rely on specifically him due to injuries and stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. That was good. Oh, I'm next. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Brody. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Brody, you know, huh? Yeah. um, You wouldn't have said that halfway through the season. Not a chance. I hated the guy. (laughs) Um, But realistically, if we were to put Kapelhoff on that side, I'm not sure we would have had much success. Um, And as soon as we moved him, he worked so hard. He created so many good chances. And then especially that last game uh, in the playoffs where – it was what like the 80th minute or something like it was that was
0: way it was like the hundred, him and uh, Hidalgo going off on the tear
2: yeah or it was it was a lawful, it was oh yeah but it was just like the amount of fight that that kid had i was just like you know that's the kind of player that we need you know what i mean we don't we don't need this oh let's play defense kind of thing like he's he saw an opportunity he just went with it you know what i mean even though i'm pretty sure Pablo was like hey guys don't go anywhere past the halfway line <laughs> we don't want to win this, don't get off the bus,
1: yeah, oh, okay, well, I went best impact player, which is a fun way to fun name of a award uh severino, Severino, for the amount of work great the the touch, the class the yeah, just I just think he stood out That's and a uh one. yeah, I went with Sava. That's nice. Now, do we get to uh, my favorite question? What's your favorite question? Well, shouldn't I set this one up? Please. Okay. So, at the first of the year, we guessed about where Real Salt Lake would finish this season, and since I was wrong, I'm leading this discussion. (laughs) I was the well, I wasn't the most wrong, but I was was the the middle wrong? wrong. You were the most strong, Brennan. Yep, I was.
2: And why? What did you say? Do you remember? Um, Rubio Rabin was supposed to do something great. <laughs> yep, yep. And Rubio we were was going to be like top three or win it.
1: Top three or win the West, yeah. And uh, yeah. we did not do that thing.
2: Yeah, thanks, Pablo. Appreciate it. <laughs> and then
1: it. Uh, I, I said top five, yes, which sir. for most of the season, we were top five. Yeah, you guys were lording it over me. And we looked Lord. like we knew what we were talking about for a minute there.
2: Yeah, and then we got injured, and then we got dumb.
1: And then we yeah. went on a really bad run of form. Historic
0: run of bad form.
2: And
1: then Brant was right. Oh, I'm sorry. I hate to see it. You, you know, do. You do. It. <laughs> you do. You just hate to see it. And Brant, how does it feel to win the... Uh, who guessed right award? It sucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that meant. Oh, my gosh. The last night when I was reading the email, I'm like, who guessed right? I was like thinking of the players. I'm like, did players say you, something? You just got to think, what's Brand going to do to try to make himself <laughs> look really good, good the on the
1: question. podcast?
2: <laughs>
3: I changed the question. Ooh, Finally.
2: Because I was like... Who guessed right? I was like, what the hell are these guys talking about? <laughs> it's like I don't understand. So I said who, who I switched it to who grinded my gears. <laughs> oh, and I put the, Chang, 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 and Chang. <laughs> there you go. The grinder of the gear award. Yep, it was Chang. Holy cow. Chang I did, did not it, huh? enjoy him at all this season. No nope, hey, That's surprising. Do, we're
0: still on me.
1: <laughs>
2: no we're still on. We're me. still on Brant winning this
1: <laughs> okay. award. Uh Brant, how uh, your acceptance speech, please.
0: It doesn't feel good, no, but uh, I'm not, so I'm not prepared. <laughs> Nothing to say, but I, huh? did, I did say, <laughs> we went back and listened to the tape. Oh. Uh, I did say that they would squeak into the playoffs. Mm. And, and they, you were right. They That's squeaked impressive. into the playoffs. Great job. I was hoping to be wrong all season. I was loving being wrong. That's what they always say. You know, I was hoping I was going to be wrong. But but I was so
2: right. Alas, alas, I was right again. Here I am, being right. right. Here I am.
0: Look at this. Yeah, I just didn't want to make it right. MVP. We just added it. <laughs> oh, gosh, MVP. you guys.
2: Come on, man. MVP. You guys say some. I'll just think of it real okay.
1: quick. Okay. I went with McMath. MVP.
2: Was that a number five or number six? What? You got a McMath and fries? Yeah, number five. <laughs> number five. With it's a cider of Zero.
1: Yeah, so I thought McMath was solid throughout the year. I already kind of brought him up once, but... Um, yeah, MVP. Mm. Brent. we got to give Brent a few more seconds to think about it.
0: I might go with <laughs> 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 well, No, <laughs> Miriam there... wins all the
1: awards for Brent.
2: <laughs> I thought he was... Uh, you were uh, looking at him pretty funny when we were at the Hunter Lions Club, too. So it kind of I had no idea he... I liked Did you meet and his I'm kids
0: much. stuff? He just had another one, too. Did he? He yeah, yeah, just had a girl. Th- Charlotte? I think the day before or the day after he got the hole in one, yeah. his baby was his baby was born. born. His baby was born. Um I think there's MVPs, there that's a tough call. I do like what Miram brought. Uh you could go with Brody as well for being um very vital. So I it's it'd be a toss up between one of those. But I'd probably go with Miriam. I thought uh Um
1: Glad won the team award.
0: He did win the team award, yeah. but I thought Miriam... The, the team is a different team when Miriam is playing well.
2: Fair. Hmm. Um, I was going to do uh, Um The reason why is because I just thought of it. And, uh, <laughs> nice. nice. The, realistically, the reason why it was probably because without him, we would have had a disaster of a season realistically. In midfield especially. In midfield, well, I yeah. mean, that was our most crucial point. You know what I mean? And he just barely... He like he worked so hard, he kept us just barely over the line. You know what I mean? Like we were we were about to falter, but he like a lot of those games, we would have been like three zero, not us. <laughs> we would have been losing. Well, and and the crazy part is, like, he played left
1: back in college. Yeah. That's he didn't crazy, play, right? Playing like center midfield, let alone defensive midfield. So all he knew was pressure dog, so pressure dog of the year MVP. Good job. Oof, oof. Good job, Waffles. All right, favorite personal memory of the season. That's a really long category, but we'll take it. Brent.
0: I would have to say uh, we had a lot of fun this year, um, especially doing the podcast and, like Brandon said, kind of watching the game a little differently. Um, last season was horrible. It took sucked the joy right out of me watching the games I remember like you know what I don't think I cheered hardly at all last season especially when uh tactical genius was in charge Ugh. but they kind of kind of wore me over and uh, but this season I thought there was a couple of games we took our our middle grandson our American-based grandson <laughs> to the game and he had a great time um, but probably going to the hundred Lions Club that last game that was a that was a ton of fun that would be my favorite. the 3-0 win year.
1: Over Portland.
0: And, and, you know, having the, the grandkid, following the grandkid around. He's hilarious. Putting him in the back of the Toyota truck that was up there. <laughs> they had it doing open grandpa, for you? Doing grandpa you things. How did log fix a In the truck bed. They didn't let him drive it off. No,
2: just no, let him roam, roam around inside of it. Do How not about you, touch. Moment of the year.
1: Um, Favorite personal memory of the season?
2: Um, probably... Uh, I was gonna say, I thought this had to do with the team, so I wrote down Brody's Meg, like what's uh, a good one? when he nutmegged uh, what's his bucket?" and then Julio did that faint Meg too. Um, those were one of those where I was like, "Whoa, talent! <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like, whoa, we actually have a cool team. Um, but yeah, I think it was I think it was just when I brought my son. I think it was like super fun. See we got like, to go on the field that one
0: game too. That was fun. After the oh, end of the game,
2: that's actually no, no, no. Now that you brought that up, that's probably my favorite memory because this guy you know, is that slick. Jersey sign, yeah, because <laughs> he's like, hey, just, uh, just come down with us. I was like, okay. And he's like, what are they gonna do? Kick you out? If they kick you out, they kick you out. And I was like, okay, cool. So like, we're standing there,
0: and then <laughs> we were recognized. They they randomly picked uh, season ticket holders all during the season. Yeah, and then go they, down certain on matches. The field.
2: Go and get they get a recognized, they get a jersey. You get the random fan, yeah, random pick. And uh, we walk in there, and I could tell the girl was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to have a conversation with these people." But whatever, we're standing there, we're waiting, and she goes, "Hey, just so you know, uh, we can only have it's only two people per um, per guest or whatever. You know, like you can only have a plus one." And I was like, "Oh, that's fine. I'll just hang out right here." And she's like, "Okay, thanks for being so nice." And I was like, "Okay, cool, no problem." And then like 15 minutes later, she goes, "Hey, so um." There wasn't a person. Uh, there was supposed to be another person, that, but they didn't show up. So, um, do you want to go on the field? Do you want to go on the field? And I was like, Yeah, sure. So me and my son would go on the field, and we're like, Oh, this is cool. Say hi to everybody. And then um, sin was like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, hey, congratulations. And I was like, Oh, he probably doesn't know English because he just <laughs> went right past me. So I was like, All right, whatever. And then and we're hanging out, and I got to see. Um, uh Kyrie so Todd Wilcox the guy who let us borrow his tickets to the Hunter Lions Club I teach his son tennis and it was the funniest thing because he always talks about how cool his his he gets like, he gets all meets the fans all that stuff and I was walking on the field and I go hey Kyrie and I wave at him goes <laughs> what <laughs> will huh? he's like dad <laughs> as I'm walking on film I'm like that's right Kyrie take that I get on the field yeah but then they also they're like hey um this you want this extra jersey it's just like yeah I, I yes, would yes, like I that do. extra jersey. Is it <laughs> signed by okay. the players? Yeah. Yeah, that's a yes. Yes, I will take that. <laughs> Thank definitely, you. Uh, that's a $90 jersey. I will take that. Going so up thanks, on the wall. Thanks, Kelsey. Thanks, Kelsey, for being so cool. That was a really good moment. Thanks uh, for bringing that back to me. Appreciate that. Yeah, my, my favorite
1: moment of the year was uh, I was watching the playoff game, and we scored the second goal, and we jumped up for joy, we high-fived, we head-butted, we, uh, that was on accident. But we didn't even care that we did it, because it was so clumsy. But we were winning 2-0 to zero in a playoff game, and it was Thanks. like the 13th minute or whatever. And high. that moment was fantastic. Even though we were let down later in the same game, that moment was fantastic. Sharing that moment with family and friends, and yeah, just that. Being up zero being like those are my boys, and then you know things fell apart.
2: But that's okay. I mean, well, I mean, even that first goal. That first goal was like a shock. You're like, what? Yes, what? That
0: was fantastic. The first too. five minutes, we do that. Yes, first two minutes, yeah.
2: right? And then the yeah, the second one. I feel you. That was a good yeah.
1: one. Yeah, and so if Austin go on to win MLS Cup, that would be fantastic as well <laughs> because kind of validate that. Um, our spot in the league, so to speak, and how good we can be. So that that's who I'm cheering for. Although maybe LAFC, if they win, they'll take the foot off the accelerator a little bit, and we won't get owned by them so bad in the future.
0: So. Yeah, I'm probably rooting for everyone but NYC, FC, FCFC. FC. Right? Yeah, Philly's never won a MLS Cup. So. Philly first, and then LAFC, then Austin, and then. Never NYC FC. FC. So, a uh, couple of questions to end this episode: Was the season a success? Why or why not? And uh, making the form of a question. Oh, just okay.
1: So, it, it depends on what your definition of success is, and so you kind of have to come up with a definition of success. So, if you're the owner of the club, the uh, the bottom line is one measure of success. The growth of the fan base is another measure of success. The uh, the number of sellouts is another measure of success. And so, from that perspective, and from a fan perspective, looking at it as a random fan, I would say the season was a great success. We start we started getting way more participation at the riot, more sellouts. Uh, I know Krylock's corner had a lot to do with that, but that's cool you know what i mean like that's what it took to get a lot of sellouts we still need to fill the stadium more you know and, and be the riot even though they changed the name to america first field i think we should be the riot at america first field but you know whatever i'm not in charge of naming
3: not yet
1: but uh yeah that so that's that's what i'm gonna say success is and yes we did succeed
2: there. well it's funny you say that because um i had no idea that the riot meant rio tinto because i was just like here at the riot and i was like yeah we are the riot like we're just loud and like that's like a perfect like explanation of like the feeling we have when we're there we're a, we're a riot you know what i mean yeah, and then I was like, oh, that's why the T was capitalized. <laughs> I was like, that's so dumb. <laughs> like, it was a corporate
1: sponsorship.
2: Yeah, what? I was like, I'm not
0: for this. But we put it into our song, so it's yeah, it's, it's lore now. That's, well, I don't think yeah. they called it The Riot. I think the fans came up with The, the riot. riot. Yeah, I, I don't like know it. too much about that, but uh, it just kind of was organic. Yeah. But... Was the season a success? Um, the season, okay.
2: Uh, the season showed where the team mm-hmm. is capable of going. and also showed our big weakness of not always being the underdog and playing at a lower level. Also showed uh, weakness in the weakness of coaching staff. Oh, okay, sorry. I was just reading what I said at, <laughs> at 1230 this morning. Making uh, sure it was still legible. Yes. I typed it right. Um, So it definitely showed where we were going to be able to grow. You know, like where what we were capable of. You know, we were, what, top five? In the seat, in the table for a point there, something like that. We were second, two We were second
0: in the league before the Columbus. Right,
2: game. and and it showed. It showed our capability. It showed that we can rise and 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 be a dominating team. But then it also it felt like it showed a lot of our weakness. Um, our our weakness. I felt um, towards the end of the season. I think our our coaching staff led down our team. I really do. I think. I think the way that Pablo likes to run things it can be good but then i feel like he lacked the confidence in believing in our guys Uh, because the great teams don't change their their formation you know i mean they don't they don't pad the back line you know what i mean the reason that they're up right now is because of what they did and they can continue to do that you know what i mean you gotta be okay with you know believing in your team i think that was the only negative I saw because I feel like everything else was an a uh, positive uh moving forward getting the right guys here I think the signings were a really smart move. I was really impressed with those late those last three signings. Julio was a little bit of a disappointment, but also I think that's another reason why the coaching staff I think let him down overall because we didn't find an a, you know a good use for him tactically.
0: You could throw a Luna in there as well.
2: Yeah, Luna, well, I think Luna was never going to be a standout star. I think Luna's still too young, and he's going to be one of those guys that's going to be a sub that comes on. He's going to be training with um, you know, the team more and stuff. But I just feel that towards the end, those last, I would say, last four games specifically really showed our immaturity when it came to you know the coaching.
1: Well, I think it's interesting, especially when you're we're talking about Luna like how high some people are on that guy um he really hasn't established that he's the a good enough player to be on the field all the time i don't think he's shown it
2: well I maybe
1: he doesn't show it in practice i don't know but was but i'm was talking a, about games
2: right, right? right but was atlanta a good time to bring out luna
1: no, and I don't think to so make either. that the only measuring stick was kind of silly. That's what I'm saying. I yeah, feel I feel that, I agree with that.
2: Cuz I feel like we just throw him out on a away game like no, don't do that. But then also I think we've we've let down Julio. We've we've let down Saverino for most of the season. Saverino was not put in a place where he's going to succeed. We we freaking told Cordova like, "Hey, oh, you don't like being a number 9? Oh well." Sorry, you're going to have to adjust. Sorry, we don't really have another one. Yeah. So it's like, I, I feel like, realistically, our team could have aspired to be something really great if we were smarter, if we, if we believed. And, yeah, I mean, I think we second-guessed way too much throughout the season.
0: Interesting. Brent? It's tough. Um, how do you I, – I agree 100% with what Tyler said about, yes, that part of the season was a success. And if you would have asked us at the start of the season – is this a success? Maybe we would have taken it. But as the season went along, um, I don't know. I guess it's kind of a success. You made the playoffs. That's a successful season for most people. But with what they had, where they were, and then to have that massive drought and horrible play in June, July, August, September, and then to have it all, um the last day of the season you play against an unmotivated portland team and you make the playoffs you play you play well and you make the playoffs and yeah i guess it was a success but at the same time there was a lot to be desired there was a lot left on the field that could have been even a greater success do i think they would have made it to the mls made a run to the mls cup no or the western conference final I think that was a possibility again, especially after watching how they how well they played Austin and how poorly austin uh how how they handled FC Dallas in the playoffs. I thought that the yeah. elements were there,
1: yeah, they played and, really well against Dallas. they pretty much dominated that game like we did against them for the first forty five fifty minutes you know?
0: so yeah, so i yeah, I guess it was a success, but at the same time it's hard to be – to say it was a great success on the field. Off the field, there's a lot of great things to be excited about right. for the season. But I guess we can end with this question. Is the team set up for success with Pablo in 2023? Or however you want to interpret that.
2: Um, I, I can go first. Um, I think once um, all the players come back, I think Bobby Wood, Damir Krylock coming back um, – I think I think we're probably going to have a pretty stacked team if we use it correctly. I feel like we might get back into that little rut where we're playing the wrong people. Um, you know, I I honestly I kind of gauged it like if Chang is starting, <laughs> no offense to him, no offense to him. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. he's one of those guys where he's a great sub, or even like maybe Miram. You know what I mean? Sometimes I don't want to see Miram starting just because I want him to keep his quality. I want I want Mirim to have his quality every time he steps on the field. So if we continue like with that run where we played him six or seven games in a row, it was like no no no. We need to give him you know some periodic breaks. You yeah, know? like the whole game, right? He went the full ninety, like that many games in a row. Was... Yeah, I was like, dude, no no no, come on, man. And that's where I feel like if as long as we're smart and we stay away from injury, because I don't know what they're doing at practice that's making him so injury prone. Because we had. A lot of injury. I mean, even McMath at that last game, you know, his groin—it looked like his groin was hurting him. As long as we stick stick away from that, I think we have a very, very good team going into next season. I'm is, I'm very excited.
0: My question is: Is is Pablo the guy going to be able to? Is he going to grow as a coach? Are we going to? Yes. Is he going to be a better tactical coach? Because I think that's where um, my uh, concerns are is his ability to be more tactical. Yes, Brendan?
2: I I think if we were to leave Pablo in the head coach position, we need to find a very good assistant coach that will complement that. Because Pablo in the assistant coach section, I don't think his his qualities are going to be seen and used properly. I think the fact that he's the head coach, that's the guy that needs to be the hoorah guy. That's the guy that needs to motivate. That's the guy that do, needs to do all that stuff. But then, assistant coach-wise, we need the tactical guys. We need the guys that are going to be cold. You know what I mean? Like They're the guy that's like, yeah, I know he's playing good, but we're going to play this team. This guy is going to be a better option. You know what I mean? We need somebody that's going to keep Pablo on that mentality where it's not just a feeling.
0: Yeah, because I think that hoorah stuff is great, but I think it's wearing thin. right? You, you saw the exit interviews and herrera's like hey we're tired of being the underdog team Mm -hmm. so i think there's i don't know if it's anything to worry about but i do think there are a few red flags about the makeup of the team and how everyone feels it's great to be the underdog that's all fun and games and nobody expects anything from you but if you're trying to win championships you don't want to stay there no you you don't want to be that team forever your thoughts tyler
1: Yeah, you know, looking at the the staff kind of going along with what Brandon was saying, you've got Pablo as the head coach. Um, Matt Taylor is an assistant coach. Um, Ignacio Hernandez is the goalkeeper coach. He's the Hispanic-looking guy, if you couldn't tell that by his name.
2: He's been in the league for a while.
1: I.H. is the little thing on his jersey. (laughs) And then Brett Jacobs is the uh, other assistant coach. And – I don't know those guys very well, honestly. But uh, Ignacio has been around the league and has been in a lot of the development. And a lot of people speak really highly of him throughout the league. So that's cool. Um, But I think we could add to that staff. I think we could, you know, we did it with Petke, right? We brought on a pretty highly, you know, touted assistant coach. Or maybe that's the plan is to always have the monarch's coach be ready and waiting. <laughs> and Olave's already there, so they're like, Yeah, let's get Olave some you know, head coaching experience over there, which they got horrible results over at the Monarchs this year. They had a really rough year.
0: Really? Yeah, they did not they have a strong. great year. They ended strong. They
1: did end strong, but they, they had a rough year. Yeah. Anyway, so um are we put in place to to for that to happen? I hope so. But uh I, I I still think we're looking. And, you know, to be fair, we're going to go have a conversation with Elliot Fall this week, and we're going to put this up. So if you've listened this far into the podcast, next week we're going to post another. <laughs> Just
2: wait longer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because we're going to have a conversation with Elliot Fall next week. So we're going to put that on here as well. And th- I think that'll answer some of our questions that we have about that.
0: Yes. So share your thoughts about the season with us. Well, maybe we'll ask a few questions on social media. Like, who are you, how much do you guys love Miriam? And right. how much do you love Chang? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. So continue to listen. We appreciate you listening. It's been a lot of fun this season. We're going to continue on. We have some other things we're working on in the off season. We're going to continue to put out as much content as possible. Keep, I know kind of, you might get bored in the off season, right? Yeah but we're nope. not going to be boring no in the heck, heck no we got talk about crawley town they're on a tear come on crawley update sneak that in there they won again they uh, uh totally different team with the new coach so follow them there follow us on social media i mean you can follow are you uh, a bandwagon fan are you a manchester united fan are you an arsenal fan dude arsenal's been down for a while.
1: We're just barely top of the league again. We haven't been top of the league for this long, for a long, long time.
2: Who was the team you just played?
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you talking about we tied?
2: Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. At least we didn't lose. Okay.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. We've had a great time this season. Follow us on all the social medias, and I will say Good night.
2: Why do we make that a spectacle? Can we just I don't say, like, know. thanks for joining and us? And that'll we'll, do it. And that'll do it. You guys have a good day. I don't know. <laughs>